Good morning, kind folks. It's the KVMR Morning News Update for Thursday, November 18th. I'm Steve Baker. Well, there's going to be a second mobile crisis team for the Nevada County Sheriff's Department. More on that later, but first, it's regional weather. Nevada City, Grass Valley, today, mostly cloudy, high near 60. Tonight, 30% chance of showers after 10 p.m., low 46. Tomorrow, chance of showers during the day, up to a quarter inch of precipitation possible. Sacramento, today, areas of dense fog, otherwise cloudy and a high of 60. Tonight, slight chance of showers, low of 50. Tomorrow, 59 and mostly cloudy. Truckee Tahoe, today mostly cloudy and 53 degrees. Tonight, slight chance of rain, low of 31, snow level 6,900 feet. Friday, slight chance of rain, 49 and partly sunny. Placerville today, cloudy skies and 60. Angels Camp today, high near 65 and cloudy. Nevada County Public Health reporting 34 new confirmed COVID-19 cases yesterday. Out of 9,414 cases since the start of the pandemic, 198 are active. 11 people are hospitalized, four in intensive care, according to UBINET. Something a little different at the Grass Valley Veterans Hall this week. KVMR News Director Claudio Mendoza has the follow-up. According to the Union of Grass Valley, just over 350 appointments were made for the COVID-19 vaccine clinic for children ages 5 to 18 held Tuesday at the Grass Valley Veterans Memorial Building. Nevada County Director of Public Health Jill Blake said that all appointments made available were filled and that those with appointments Tuesday had also made second-dose appointments for three weeks later. Here's Jill Blake. We held a clinic that was open to any school-age child, but it was primarily the 5 to 11-year-olds that we saw. I just want to say an event like that takes a lot of bodies. I think it was over 50 staff and volunteers and some hired folks who came together to make that happen. A shout out to some of our community partners include um, Docomo's Pharmacy, Western Sierra Medical Clinic, Tapaday Indian Health. But the library staff was there. We had a juggler there. We had somebody there with balloons, making balloon animals. And so it's not often that you experience a lot of joy at a children's vaccination clinic. But I think a lot of joy was experienced yesterday. We had a few kids who went up to our checkout station and asked if they could stay longer than their observation (laughs) period required because they were having such a good time. But I also want to give a shout out to the parents because it, of course, took them to pull this off as well. They did a really remarkable job of preparing their kids for that clinic, and they expressed so much gratitude to everybody that they came across um, during that event. So again, it was just a, it was a real feel-good event, and also something that is, is critically important to the people who were vaccinated yesterday. Thanks, Claudio. Well, Nevada County Sheriff's Department will soon be deploying a second mobile crisis team thanks to the case that Sheriff Shannon Moon made at this week's Board of Supervisors meeting, according to the Union newspaper of Grass Valley. That's because the soups unanimously approved a $250,000 grant from the Department of Justice Office of Community-Oriented Policing to support the salary and benefits of a behavior health professional. That person will partner with the sheriff's deputy, and they can de-escalate a crisis leading to peaceful outcomes. Moon saying, I feel 100% certain it's absolutely worth the time and effort. We can help anyone with a mental health crisis with someone who has just a first response, law enforcement capability, 
but is also part of our critical negotiating team that responds as part of our special enforcement detail. Deputy Galen Spittler and Master of Social Works clinician Ernesto Alvarado also spoke in favor of the second team. They were members of the pilot program that started in December 2020. While the team answered 340 calls for mental health crisis in the past year, it also responded to over 600 general service calls. And Supervisor Ed Schofield saying it was what the board had envisioned when the pilot program was authorized. I think a non-uniformed person would have a real calming effect. There appears to be quite an increase in one sort of behavior at public meetings in Northern California. Kelly Reese has this report. In an article entitled, Angry, Violent, Toxic, How Extremists Are Drowning Out Local California Governments, the Sacramento Bee takes us to Shasta County, where for much of the past two years, vocal extremists have swarmed their board meetings. Viewing a toxic mix of conspiracy theories and violent rhetoric under the pretext of a rebellion against Governor Gavin Newsom's pandemic edicts. Rules that officials in Shasta County were mostly ignoring anyway, and a variety of other complaints. At one point, a man in a Grim Reaper costume stood before the Shasta County board and tried to set a surgical mask on fire. Another man announced he was placing board members under citizen's arrest. Local officials have said conspiracy theories at town meetings are a staple of democracy, and local policy debates regularly get heated. But many agree this appears to be something else entirely. A board member says the rhetoric is filled with threats and coercion, intimidation, and lies. From Modesto to Placerville, Sacramento to Oroville to Redding, this terrorization of county board members and meetings has spread across California as far-right extremists and anti-government activists mobilized to disrupt the work of local elected officials. The Sacramento Bee spoke to a former police chief who says what really bothers him is that no thoughtful, civic-minded people will want to become public servants if they're under constant personal attack from the extremist fringe. Thanks, Kelly. And a controversial housing proposal, Sacramento could become the first city in the nation to force homeless people to accept housing or shelter or be faced with forcible removal from public property. CAP Radio is reporting that. Birthdays today include Dynasty actress Linda Evans, 79, music artist Graham Parker turned 71, Metallica guitarist Kirk Hammett is 59, and Alberto Boff of Lucas Nelson and Promise of the Real turns 44. Stay tuned for more great music and vinyl on the Thursday Morning Show with your host, Paul Barbieri. <laughs> 